0: Teaches me is the title of this devotion. God's grace teaches me. You see, there are wonderful graces, gifts, blessings that the Father has given us through His Son Jesus that teach us. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2 You have an anointing of the Holy One who teaches you all things. You have an inward witness of the Holy Spirit teaching you. And there is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit, whom I will send to you from the Father in John 15, 26, will teach you all things, lead you, direct you, correct you, and so forth. And we have the scriptures to teach us. And we have the grace of God. What does that mean? What is the grace, that divine communion that I now have been given with the Father by grace through His Son, Jesus Christ, my reconciliation with the Father, my oneness with the Father. In that oneness, I am being taught. I am learning. I am developing in my way of thinking and talking, acting that shows it says in the book of Acts chapter 3, or chapter 4, it says, and they could see, let me, let me look it up, they could see, um, oh, I, I haven't read that statement for a while here. Uh, it says here in verse 13 of Acts 4, now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Wow. <laughs> they realized they had been with Jesus. Why? They were talking like him in their own way. They were fishermen. They were maybe a bit rough when it comes to the more polished Pharisees and scribes that they were standing before. (laughs) They weren't raised in that upper gelange of society of their day. And so they were a bit more rough. They were Galileans that had a certain accent. The Galileans had an accent compared to the Judeans who had a different kind of accent. So they were recognized for their, their place in society. And yet through that natural personality came the divine personality of the Lord. That is grace teaching you. So go with me here to Titus chapter 2, starting at verse 11. <laughs> For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. The word soberly is signifying a responsible, sensible, prudent manner of living, living in a kind of self-control that comes out of divine control, Having uh, having a full possession of our intellectual as well as emotional faculties, that there is a personality about us that is responsible. The word truth in the scripture is made up of the first, middle, and last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and therefore the rabbis conclude it upholds all of creation. Jesus says, I am the truth. There was a stature about his personality that showed no separation of divinity. That is the spirit of truth, Jesus says. Chapter 14, verse 26 of John, I will send to you from the Father who will abide with you forever, it says in verse 16. That spirit of truth is the one that brings into us this stature, this personality that cannot bear the familiarity of the flesh, that cannot bear to drop down to that place where where we would just behave as if we're not holy as if we're not godly as if we're not partakers of the divine nature i read the scripture once and how this so affected this way of thinking in me that i'm talking to you about god's grace is teaching me right grace i'm being taught by grace how long this is psalm 4 verse 2 a psalm of david How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood, but know that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call to him. When I read that, the Holy Spirit took that scripture and sealed it into my heart and into my mind and put inside of me that I do not want to give up the glory of partaking of His divine nature for the familiarity of my human nature. I don't want to give up the glory of partaking of His divine nature for the familiarity of the worldly nature. I was once sitting together with a pastor and his leadership team in this church And I said, when people come among you, what glory do they partake of? Colossians 1 verse 12 says that we are now co-heirs and have been made fit to share the inheritance of the saints in the light. What a phenomenal scripture. Colossians 1 verse 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hear me say it and then I think, okay, I better read it to you so that you know. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Qualified, made us fit is what that word means. He has given us a grace by which we now share what is the life of the saints in the light in heaven. And I said to this pastor and his leadership team, what is it that when people come among you that they partake of? I said, let it not be the world. Oh, have you seen this film? Oh, you can't believe it. You know. And then somebody else of the team came. And so I stood up. To give respect for that person, come and be seated before I continued. The pastor had asked me to share with the team, and the first thing that came out of that person's mouth is, "Have you seen this film?" <laughs> and everybody felt a bit concerned. But no, I am. I am not against films. I think there's a lot of films that are unhealthy for us, and I wouldn't want to touch them, but. But now the Holy Spirit will guide you all, etc. I was using that as an example that's familiar to our culture. Okay, so don't, don't miss the point here, because it doesn't have to be that. My point is Jesus said to his disciples, When people come among you, by what are you identified as my disciples? What is it that people meet when they come among you that shows them you've been with me by the love that you see in me, by the love that you see in me for you, the love you feel in me is the love with which the Father loves me, John 15, 9. John 15, verse 9. The love with which I love you is the love with which the Father loves me. The love you're receiving from me is the love of the Father. And that identifies me as coming from the Father because the Father is love. And Jesus said, by this the world will know you are my disciples if you have my love for one another. And here I want you to hear this by the Holy Spirit. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works." And so, my friends, there is something about us that shows that we are set apart unto the Father, that shows that we are part of His kingdom. It's that ungodliness, or as I shared yesterday, the depravity of immorality. It just doesn't fit us. It used to fit us, but not anymore now that we're washed. Now that we're sanctified, now that we're justified, now that we're set apart unto God, it don't fit us anymore. For me to joke in a worldly way or a morally familiar way, it does not fit me. <laughs> and whenever I've been unthoughtful and made a joke in a bit in a bit too human, too familiar, I can always feel inside of me. Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. it don't fit me anymore. You see, there is a divinity. There's a grace life. There's a fellowship life. There's a love life, a holy life, a heavenly life, a divine life that identifies us now as being of God. And we are taught by the grace of God that we're not of this world that we're of the kingdom of heaven, that we are children of the most high God. Jesus just couldn't go along with the spirit of the world and thereby deny the Father. Oh my, the battles were so strong for him to to, to not stay one with the Father, but to to just succumb to the demand to be like the world. And today I see that spirit (coughs) Is so strongly manipulating, controlling, pushing, and pulling for you to let go. And I charge you do the opposite. Do the opposite. Renew your grip on grace. And let it show to be the teacher of your union with the Father and your oneness with Christ and your empowered living of the Holy Spirit, living from above to the praise and the glory of God's grace. That everybody can see that the life you live in this earthen vessel isn't from human birth, but is from a heavenly, holy birth, and that the life you live is to the praise and the glory of God's grace. Oh, come on, my dear friends! Paul says in First Corinthians. I am not worthy to be called an apostle, but I am what I am by His grace and His grace alone. And the work that I do is not I, but His grace that is with me, enabling me, empowering me. Oh, friends, I feel the Holy Spirit is calling you. Read that part here in in Titus chapter 2, starting at verse 11. And let your life be holy, divinely, heavenly marked as being what it is by God's grace and God's grace alone. Amen. Have a good day.